y'all ready for this? We're back. Y'all weren't ready for that. We just brought the smoke. Yes, we did. You weren't ready. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Entercode Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Ryan Welch. I'm with Triple J, John Jefferson Jr. Hello. We're back for another episode. Glad you guys could join us. We have a lot to talk about tonight. What are we talking about? Well, we're going to talk about COVID and video games. Ooh. Yes, because past couple weeks, some interesting gaming developments have happened. And some not so great. Exactly. So I'm just, I'm kind of, I guess it'd be fun to talk about, you know, how much of an impact COVID really has had on gaming industry. Yeah, Because, like, on paper, you wouldn't think it would be too bad, but, I mean, it kind of is. It's affecting everybody. But... We're going to get into that. The proof is in the pudding. It is, absolutely. We'll get into that in just a second. But first, we always want to thank you for joining us and for listening to our podcast. We come to you guys as often as humanly possible mm -hmm. uh, through our busy dad lives. And we talk about all kinds of nerdy stuff. Video games and comics and collectibles and anything and everything. Things that make us happy. Yes, that's right. We need sanity. That's right. However, if you would like to give us a show topic or would like to give us some feedback or, hey, if you want to just say hi, we are on all kinds of social media platforms. We are on Twitter and Facebook at EnterCodePod. We are on Instagram at EnterCodePodcast. Or you can go to anchor.fm slash EnterCodePodcast. You can leave a voicemail and use your, your lovely pretty voices. And just leave us a, a, a little message. Tell us how you're feeling, how your day is going. Ask us a question that we can put into the podcast because we can splice it in. It's kind of fun. Yeah. Um, but besides that, if you would like to listen to some past podcasts, if you are just not satisfied with the other podcast services that are around um <laughs> we do <laughs> upload our podcasts on our youtube channel and we have a whole bunch of unboxings every week uh john's making a face i, I gotta upload more that's okay it's my uh, homework it's okay it's okay we got busy uh <laughs> that's the name of the game with this podcast um we have a youtube page just search enter code podcast I guess you can also search enter code reviews. Yeah, it might it pulls pop it up. up too. Um, we just our, we have a playlist of of reviews of unboxing all kinds of collectibles. We are in we are ending uh, the our Power Rangers month uh, tomorrow. I think yes. is our last Power Ranger video. It's a goodie. Then we got some other fun ones that are coming up for March, April. We're gonna probably focus on some wrestling figures. Yeah, because it's WrestleMania. It's month. WrestleMania season. <laughs> and I, there are a lot of really cool, <laughs> really cool wrestling figures. Yeah. I really thought I'd be okay. You know, like, oh, I'm not gonna. I don't need those. Yeah, right. Famous last words. I know. I know. Everything. They're all. Every pretty. collector says, "I don't need that." That's and then you look in their room and spots and yeah exactly it's, bad. it's very very bad i <laughs> we are thinking about doing a little giveaway if our youtube channel gets a little bump up in subscriptions we're looking for a hundred subscribers a because that'll help us change the url so we can actually have it be you know youtube.com slash enter code podcast or ours. enter code reviews or whatever um it'll be ours instead of just the random beep boops and and letters and slashes and dots and all that stuff um so that's kind of what we're going for it'll be fun to get you know just that's a pretty big milestone for us just yeah. something that we're trying to do would be really really fun be a nice achie achievement to unlock you know yeah absolutely. Gamer reference there for you you know we could um one goal would be really fun we'd have to get our numbers up pretty high i would think and the views up high but um man going to new york toy fair would be Ooh. very very fun don't put them demons on me well but it's different it's not your typical convention it's you know Everyone's wheeling and dealing and all that stuff, but it'd be kind of fun to try to interview people and interview the the designers and the sculptors and you know all how that stuff. We're gonna go on that, right? Well, yeah. 
So we got to save up a lot. Yes, we do. Save up for like a year. That's right. That's right. Well, I'm thinking like 2023. Okay, sweet. I got time. Give us this year. Give us next year. Fingers crossed that next year things will be normal again. And then the year after that, right? 2023 could be a good goal. Yeah. Give us a couple years and a little bit of time to save up money. Yeah. Um, unless you like to share your lottery winnings with us, then, you know, we're, we're fine with that. Yeah. We're totally okay. I'm okay with that. Share the wealth. <laughs> share the wealth. <laughs> Help us out. Help us out. <laughs> well, you ready to talk about some COVID and video games? Let's do it. Here's the reason why I wanted to bring it up this week. So, today, it is February 26th of 2021 uh we are filming in the evening when uh this afternoon it's the 25th bro i did say 25th right you said 26th i said 25th no you said 26th well if we keep babbling it's about to be the 26th because it's late at night um he's about to catch these hands so uh or or intermission actually it is uh 10 20 which means on east coast time it's the 26th i was technically right we're settling this on smash let's go don't you brick flare me. I mean, it already happened. Sorry. The 25th, wow. 2021. Wow. I know. I know. I'm I'm, in, I'm just intolerable today. I... Mm. <laughs> Are you trying to say I'm intolerable all the time? I'm not saying nothing. It's all right. It's awkward when mom and dad fight on, on, on podcasts. So, sorry, everybody. Uh, <laughs> Wait. Who are you saying is mom? Me. Okay. That's right. Um, <laughs> today... We had a 20 minute, 30 minute, it was about 30 minute PlayStation broadcast. Now, the PlayStation has their broadcast they call the State of Plays, right? Yes. Um, so, they announced it earlier this week in a flurry of announcements and, you know, pretty hyped about it, pretty hyped about it. And we didn't get a ton in terms of announcements. No. Um, some things we already knew about. Right, right. We knew some some more trailers, some more games that we that we kind of already knew. Um, your big takeaway though, you're pretty excited for the the Final Fantasy stuff, Heck right? Yeah, I am. Cuz I get the PS5 upgrade cuz I had it on PS4, so I get it for free. Yes, that's exactly. And we get more right. content with Yuffie. Okay, can for for us who have not played the original game, um, is that a big deal that Yuffie is in this? I mean, I would rather have had, like, Vincent, but I'll take Yuffie. Uh, yeah, me too. Like, right? Yeah, you totally know what I'm talking so about. So awesome. What a character. So in Final Fantasy, <laughs> Yuffie and Vincent were, like, extra characters, so you had to actually go find them. So they weren't, like, actually part of it. They were just kind of hidden. Okay. So you had to do, like, side missions and stuff to kind of find them, I think... I were, could be wrong on that. Were they... Did they join? They joined. Their party? Yeah, so they joined the party. Oh, okay, okay. Actually, I think Vincent was the hidden character. Yeah. But oh. Yuffie was cool. She's like the ninja girl, and she's a material hunter. So it's just cool to add another content to a remake of a game that's a cult classic. Because we didn't get... For me, I didn't feel like there was enough content. Like, I was satisfied. But mm-hmm. obviously, because it's part one, there there's a cliffhanger. So I wanted more. Yes. So... Can I just talk about it for a minute? Do it. Okay. Keep going, man. Okay. So I'm excited. There wasn't a whole lot to talk about state of play, so this is fine. We can talk about this. Right? <laughs> anyway, keep going. Keep going. So I'm excited for, you know, for one, the free upgrade for the PS5. Um, so obviously it's going to be enhanced visually. They're going to do the photo mode, which is becoming more and more of a common thing in games I'm noticing. Yeah. Which, because it's like in God of War, it's in Ghost of Tsushima, it's mm-hmm. in Final Fantasy, and I'm like... I'm so caught up in like playing the game, I forget to take pictures, except for like in Spider-Man, because I'm like, I want that cool shot. <laughs> I still just pause the game and like take a picture with my phone. <laughs> <laughs> the developers spend all these hours making this beautiful photo mode that you can do so many cool things. And he and whips out filters. his cell phone. I just get my cell phone. I'm like, oh, that's cool. His non-filter cell phone. Oh, gosh. Okay. Uh, Heaven help me. Anyway. I love him nonetheless. Thank you. Thank you so much. Uh, anyway, keep going. Keep going. Uh, so just, you know, the visual enhancement, like even the side-by-side comparison, like watching Cloud go through Midgar and just seeing how much more like the brightness enhanced detail on like the skins, the hair follicles, 
and I mean, yeah, we do have to wait till what? I think it was like June, something like that. June, July is mm -hmm. when it's coming out. I think June. I think you're right. It was yeah. like June something. But at least we get that upgrade for free. But the mm -hmm. expansion with Yuffie, you do have to pay for. It. I don't think they set a price on that. Probably not. I would assume twenty, maybe twenty, thirty bucks. Maybe. Uh, fingers crossed for twenty. Uh, yeah, I hope so. Well, depending on how long it is, because if it's well, I don't know, because technically Miles Morales was kind of like an expansion. True. No, no, it was expansion. Yeah, it was expansion mm -hmm. of the uh, other Spider-Man movie. Yep. Game, no, movie. yeah. Uh, sorry, I was thinking because they announced the new name for the Spider-Man movie. Oh, yeah. Well, we can talk about that a little bit. Okay. Yeah. Sorry, I got all these things going through my head. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> now, uh, but the, the thing is, you know, obviously that was a pretty decent way to end the state of play. Um, not like a, a, you know, holy crap moment because, you know, it's needed, you know, we want to have it on PS5 and we want to have those visual upgrades and the performance upgrades and things like that. Um, I think the DLC is a nice touch, I'll say. Again, mm -hmm. I don't know the character, so I'm ex I'm glad you're excited for it. Um, <laughs> hey, you know Final Fantasy VII, the original, is free on Game Pass, right? I do. So you could go through that. Oh, gosh. I have so many games, though. I gotta play. Whatever. The amount of games that you tell me I need to finish, you True. owe it to yourself to play that I one. I just want you to finish God of War. I'm working on it. <laughs> what do you think, though, of the rest of State of Play? So we had some a couple new reveals, I would say. Um... You know, we had uh, Sifu, which is kind of that, like, it looks like uh, like a kung fu action movie, in a mm -hmm. way, um, from the team that did Absolver, which is another, like, hand-to-hand -hand combat game. Mm -hmm. um, got more in-depth about, um, oh gosh, Kenu, was that the game? Kenu, yeah, that was um, a newer one. Like, Bridge of Spirits or something like that. Mm -hmm. um, you know, we had Oddworld just keeps... Plucking rearing its ugly head you for know. those of you that liked odd world awesome bravo it just wasn't a game that i enjoyed yeah this one comes out in april and Woo! you will probably enjoy it if you enjoyed the other ones yeah that's why we have options for games that's because right. there are people that like that and people that don't but it's okay and you know we got some information about returnal which was cool um but overall you know it just didn't have like a wow factor um i left it feeling like I wanted more. Yes. Oh, yeah. And and I guess I just can't tell if it's just because we're starved for content or we're worried because of how COVID has affected the video game industry. And that, that kind of gets to just why I wanted to talk about this. Because we, earlier in the week, Gran Turismo, Right? Gran Turismo? That's the Sony property racing yeah. game, right? Mm -hmm. um, Gran Turismo was delayed until 2022. Mm -hmm. And in the in the press release, the, the developers like admitted that this is COVID-related. Like, development of the game has, I wouldn't say necessarily stalled, but it has become a lot more challenging during COVID. Working from home, things like that. And so, thinking, I keep thinking about that press release and about the lack of, of wow factor and state of play. Mm -hmm. And even in the Nintendo Direct, last week, Nintendo Direct, you know, there was a couple surprises, I guess. You know, a new Splatoon is going to be coming out eventually. Um, Skyward Sword. Weren't they still doing, like, expansions and stuff for the second Splatoon? I, I thought they were, too, but I guess they're done. So... And it was it was like the epitome of a teaser, right? Like it wasn't, you know how they teased Breath of the Wild too. Mm -hmm. <laughs> um, a little snippet. Yeah, if if you haven't watched the Nintendo Direct, it's kind of funny that the the executive producer comes out and he's like, I "I'm just gonna tell you right now, we have no Breath of the Wild two news." <laughs> we're <laughs> oh. just like ha ah. but it's what we want <laughs> it's what we want and i guess later this year but even then like with covid going on i don't really trust any of these release dates i don't trust you know how far in development these games are like I, I'm honestly surprised that we got a couple release dates with state of play mm -hmm. you know with with um kenu um coming out in august 
and still no release date for Deathloop, which was kind of funny. Um, that was announced when we went to E3. It was. It was. And this was like trailer number five or something like that. Like, they keep releasing trailers, but we just don't know when it's going to come out. Right. So, John, I guess that's the big question. Do you... I, how has COVID really affected gaming, in your opinion? Especially um, development. I think development is being hurt. Like, because a lot of people... I think they are trying to work like from home remotely. I don't know that they can actually go to like the offices and be more hands-on. So they're not able to put the time in that they want because, you know, Mm -hmm. you got to be COVID friendly. And yeah, I, I've said this before. I'm not knocking COVID. Like I know it's a true thing. People have died from it, but I feel like it has gotten out of hand and it's just, it's hurting everything. Like all these businesses shutting down, like, you know, I mentioned this before trying to get product at work. Like, they're like, can you give me a date on when it's coming in? I'm like, you were saying like dates for games coming out. Mm-hmm. I can't guarantee a date for, you know, a fridge to come in or right. you know, this TV. I was like, if I have it now, take it now because yeah. I probably a couple months before you see it. And I think with gaming, like it's just hurt. Like production is keep getting pushed back. And that's probably why they didn't say anything about it, like any new news for Breath of the Wild 2 because I think... They don't have any new news. Production's probably on halt. Mm-hmm. Somebody caught it, so they had to shut it down and quarantine and blah, 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 blah. It sucks. Well, I just... So here's here's my train of thought. And just bear with me as I go all over the place like I usually do. Um, development is typically done on computers, right? Mm-hmm. Or on development consoles. Mm-hmm. You know, the Sony and Xbox, Nintendo... They all give these developers these developing kits, right? That they can start, you know, using computers, programming the games themselves. I I guess my big wonder is, you know, working from home, yes, there's lots of distractions and things like that. But can't you, by this time, you know, we're a year into this pandemic, can't they, you know, I, I see social media posts where, you know, some employees, I think, can stop by the office like, can't they just grab their computers from their desks and take them home so they can continue work? Who knows? Like, and and I, and again, I'm, I'm trying not to knock, in, uh, you know, no ill will or, or, or any bad feelings. It's, you know, the pandemic has been extremely hard. Lots of thousands of people have lost their lives. It's just been a horrible situation. So, and I know there's a lot of stress and things like that from management teams and things like that. It just, it, it's kind of an interesting process, you know. I, I guess maybe they're not able to communicate with the people right around them, you know, that maybe they have to rely too much on on Zoom calls, which can be mm. annoying. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. It's just It's just interesting to me where... The game industry is is done is you know with computers and and these development kits like you, you couldn't take them home or maybe they did take them home and something else is going on. I think there's a lot of factors because like if you think yeah they take it home but then you've got to I guess they have to submit it like their progress so like do yeah. they put it up to the cloud and then you have to download it from the cloud. Mm-hmm. But it like, what if something gets lost in translation? Like, it's easier when you're there, like in the office, because you just maybe put it into a dock. And maybe a more secure it. network there or something. Yeah, because oh. I know, like, you know, experiment. Like, sorry, not experiments. Well, that's I don't know where that was going. <laughs> um, it's because it's late, guys. Sorry, lack but, of sleep. That's right. That's right. Um, so you got to think like, if you're doing like a Zoom call, things get lost in that because somebody has a weak signal and they'll miss like what you said. Or mm-hmm. they'll get dropped, and you have to fill them in. So it's it it's not making it easy for them. So yeah. kudos to them that have been able to make games that have come out. Like a lot of indie games have been coming out a lot more recent. And I will say yeah. the nice thing that's kind of come out of this, I feel like gaming sales have gone up. Oh, I mean, for sure. Like for example, we had PS fives at my job today. They were gone in seven minutes. <laughs> seven. If they like, they said, yeah, we release it at twelve thirty. I was lucky and I was able to get one for Ryan and, uh, you know, another customer, but it was like, holy snikies. Mm -hmm. And I can't remember the last time I saw the Xbox at work. 
Yeah. But like games still fly off the shelf. I mean, probably a lot more digital, I'd say, than physical. True. True. And 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 it, which is well, I'm more of a digital fan anyway, so like that's <laughs> like I'm totally okay with that. Um, it's bad for impulse buying. Digital is horrible for impulse buying. It but, is because especially um, when they have like those sales, like oh, they had the yeah. PlayStation had like a publisher sale going on, mm, PlayStation Plus mm, discount. That's right. I think 2K had a sale going on a couple back. Bethesda had some. Oh yeah. And when your credit card's attached to your console, it's, it's like never a good uh, idea. <laughs> yeah, I could buy this game don't, for like ten bucks, don't and then do another it. one for ten, and then this one. Oh yeah, I need that expansion, and then it's a game you probably <laughs> won't play because it's on your backlog now. That's right. That's right. Um, yeah, digital is very, very dangerous. Um, <laughs> I, I, you know, actually, you bring up an interesting point there too, because with an indie development team, it's usually a smaller team, mm-hmm. right? Kind of depends on the game. You know, there's really those true indie titles that are you know, a handful of development developers in the team. You have those that are like double A, you know, kind of a bigger group. You know, obviously when you get to like the Modern Warfares and things like that, that's these big, you know, triple A development teams. So indie games are coming out at a pretty steady pace. So I guess now then maybe it is it COVID has a has a fa- is a factor, but now I'm wondering because we kind of mentioned it without you having your development team there in person working together, I wonder if that also hinders communication between project managers mm. and creative developers and things like that. You know, so for example, I can see some kind of management guy or gal walking through the teams, you know, and and going, looking over the shoulder, hey, what are you doing? Here's some feedback, blah, blah, blah. Probably not as easy to do that if you're working remotely. Mm -hmm. Um, Unless you have your IT team set up some kind of remote access with all the link, you know, all the computers linked in where, you know, someone can like remote access in and see, you know, your progress or things like that. Um... So maybe it maybe it's a mix of COVID and technology. I don't know. It, it's just it seems like it's happening more and more. Where what my next question was going to be to you uh, is is just like giving a guess as to how many games are going to be delayed this year. Mm. You know, like are we going to see Halo Infinite? I kind of don't think we are. I don't think we are. <laughs> I think because of like things getting pushed back, I think that's why we've been seeing like a lot more like remasters yes being announced like you've got mass effect so that's an easy thing to push out because you know the original trilogy has a huge fan base mm-hmm. so if you're updating the visuals but it's still the same gameplay you love then that's an easy cash grab yep um you know the mario games yeah people love the mario 3d world so why not re-release that for the switch easy <sighs> Except the stupid, like, d- date that they're going to, like, take it off the shelves. Well, yeah. yeah. By the way, in Mario 64, the three-pack, mm-hmm. uh, March, sometime in March, it's it's going to be gone. So, if so, you want it, buy it I gotta before get it March. Now. If you want it. Son of a... I know. I know. Of course. Go to Walmart. I think it's still cheaper there. Probably. Um, it, you know, and that's actually a really good point, too, about remasters, because now it kind of gets me thinking about... Not just remasters, but it, it just upgrading a game from last gen to current gen. So we're seeing a lot of that, right? We're going to get, your, you know, you will have this PS5 or Xbox Series X upgrade coming soon. You know, frame rates are going to be changed, things like that. Um, Xbox recently announced this, this frame rate boost for a select number of games mm. that are increasing the frame rate, which A, is super awesome, and B, you know, that does take time and take talent and take energy from the teams to, to upgrade frame rates, for example. Um, that's actually a pretty good point, though, that you made. Like, maybe this is the time where we're going to see some more older games come out that are just remastered or visually improved upon or in the case here's another random news story um uh 
Oh no! What's the Star Wars game? Republic Commando. Uh huh. Um, where you play those clone troopers? Yes. It's coming out on the Switch and PS4. Or yeah, the Switch and PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Um, it doesn't look like it's been upgraded or anything like that. It's not like a remaster, but it's just gonna be playable on these consoles. I don't remember playing that one, but I think people that I had talked to said it was good. Ooh, it's you good. played it. It's okay. good. It's very, very good. It, since this is an, it, it, since it isn't a remaster, I don't know about today's standards. It's going to hold up visually. Right. Is it going to be like when you go back and play, you know, Kotor? Like you love the the, the um, story and the memories, but the graphics are like it bugs you. It's not going to be as bad as that. But if you went and did a backwards compatible Xbox 360 game. Oh, okay. Where it's, you know, fine, but it's just not as as purdy as as all these current <laughs> games are now. Well, actually, now that we're talking about this, I just had a question that I want to pose to you. Do it. Because I think, because Avengers came out during COVID, right? Yes. It, um, or is it like right before? No, that? you're right. August of 2020, it came out. So with that being said, I wonder if like developers felt the pressure to like just quickly get something out because they hyped up like the demo and the trailer and everything for it and mm-hmm. it forced us to not get a great quality product like i think they're still hurting from that do you think feeling that pressure of covid and trying to capitalize to get to the gamers hurts developers i think it's a real thing especially so another example take cyberpunk Take all the fiasco of cyberpunk. Oh, geez. I, I think you are getting pressure from the top where management has to answer to stock shareholders and stockholders. And I mean, it's a business. They have to make money. So we got to get this product out at some point. And, you know, developers are, I mean, I don't know if, <laughs> I don't know if they're, it, it's, it's hard to tell your boss dude this game isn't ready you know what i mean like it's it's i think it's that's probably something that's very challenging because they don't see it that way where you know someone with a maybe a business standpoint is like not caring what the developer is working on they're more caring 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 about the bottom line Mm. right so then it's like how is the developer supposed to bring this you know question to them when they're not even seeing the development side of things they're just seeing the dollar signs so I can imagine development teams are in this just between a, between a rock and a hard place, right? They can't really, you know, they try as best they can, but, you know, ultimately management is going to do what management does and say, yep, ship the game. And then we have Cyberpunk fiasco. Mm-hmm. We have Avengers, which, you know, single player story was pretty fun, but it's it just kind of light on on there wasn't enough yeah and like yeah it was hyped because playstation was gonna get spider-man which that hasn't happened yet no. and then you know the microtransactions oh you have to play this and get the skin yep but the skin really doesn't do anything no no it doesn't do a thing yeah it, it just keep this in mind the game has been out for about six months we're and we haven't got it yet we're gonna get some archers like that's it that's mm-hmm. like what they've done to the game mm-hmm. you know it's like Pew pew bow and arrow. You yeah. know, nothing against Hawkeye and Kate Bishop. They're awesome comic characters, but it's like, man, if you want to keep people invested in the game. And I I yeah. feel like the the fan base for that game is very much tapered off. Oh yeah. Because they were burned. And kind of the same thing with Cyberpunk. Like there was such an uproar with all the glitches and things like that. And then, yeah. you know, the what well, some lawsuits, weren't there? Um, yes. There are some um, I don't know how far it's going to go. And not only that, they're going... It's someone hacked and stole their source code. Oh, right. Yeah, so now they're dealing with that fiasco. So th- this upcoming update that they want to do has been postponed because of that crap that they have to deal with. Uh, yes, question in the uh, in the back. Um, ladies and gentlemen, Manuela Welch has uh, appeared and has a question for the audience. Yes, go ahead. A wild Manuela Welch. A wild Manuela appears. <laughs> Pokeball, go. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, didn't I see online that um, there was, I can't remember which game and which team, but there were death threats 
if it didn't come out. Oh yeah, yeah. Um, so like, imagine working under that. Mm-hmm. Like, so then you can't complain if you're gonna death if you're gonna give death threats to somebody and say you need to bring it out, and mm-hmm. then they bring it out and it has glitches and stuff. That's your own fault. Yep. Don't threaten people. Either you want quality or you want speed. You can't have both. Ta- game, gaming and, and social media is toxic right yes. now. Well, and not right now. It's been toxic for years, but it's, it gets yeah. steadily worse every single year. Yeah, in case you didn't hear, if, if hopefully the mic picked that up. But yeah, there are developers that have gotten death threats and and, you know, just all kinds of just hatred spewed at them for not being timely or if there's a little glitch and there's all kinds of stuff it's crazy think of it if you're a developer do you have any motivation or drive to do more updates more characters more more development in a game if the people your fans the people you're doing it for are being so vicious to you Mm -hmm. do you have that drive to do that for them anymore so it depends it really depends if you so here's just my mindset and i any developers want to come on the podcast you can you know let us know you can chime in Uh, chime in let us know um i i think it just depends on the mentality of the developer because i can see developers going okay yeah that's a vocal minority you know that's not we have a good group of people that support us and love us and and blah 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 you know it's like you know getting it's like getting that advice where you shouldn't read the comments section Mm -hmm. you know where you'll see good comments obviously but then you'll see the trolls and and all that stuff that can just really bring you down so i I think it just kind of depends on your outlook well i guess that article just made it seem like with covid Mm -hmm. which what you guys are talking about right now that it's more of a I don't know what you call it. It's more of a rampant thing, more of a... It's not just the few trolls. It's now more of an uproar. There's more voices towards with the hatred yeah. than there normally is. Mm, yeah. I mean, it's... it's <laughs> Once you grow up in the wild, wild west of Xbox Live, you know, you hear you hear some things. And <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, no, no. It, it's... it's yeah, it's but that's does it doesn't help when everyone's at home and just on their phone and you're you know you got you're gonna complain social and, media and what's going right, on right because hey it's easy to talk trash to someone on social media versus like being in their face because I doubt these guys would say anything to their face. Oh no, they never do. No, but it's easier to hide behind a computer and be like, "You're a terrible person. Make my stuff right now." That's right. The keyboard cowboys, you know. Yep. But then that makes me laugh because I'm like, if you're gonna be so mean about it and so high and mighty about, hey, finish my thing, you don't know how much goes into making that and how hard of work that is. Yeah, gamers don't care. Yep, they don't care. It's, Gamers, it's... we love you, but we all know we have our issues. Like we want our cake and eat it too, and we want it fast, and yeah. it's never good enough. I, I think we have, in some ways, we've been spoiled. You know, we have had, especially the last five, ten years. You know, indie games are such high quality, and not only AAA games are high quality. We have been used to just years and years of just high quality gaming and tons of it. You know, you go on Steam and you get every week, what, 50 games release? You know? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and, like hotcakes. This is crazy. Right, right. And so it's just such a, like a consumer type market where we're just like viciously grabbing for any and all forms of entertainment, especially now when things are just really rough and we're all in, in the dumps, you know? Like, like we're looking for some kind of escape. Some of my favorite games lately have been indie titles. Yes. Like surprised me. Yep. And you know, they I I know I'm a Sony fan, but I've been grateful for Xbox Game Pass to be able to try a lot of these indie titles. Yes. Or, yeah. you know, games that I didn't have to spend full price for, like being able to play Battletoads and Streets of Rage 4, which we will hype that game up till we die. Yes. Because, we love oh, it. Oh, it's so good. That's right. That's right. I I I guess then the next the, the next question like we'll wrap it up. We'll wrap it up. I, I think it's 
COVID has not helped, especially with, you know, when you have AAA games and communication, and it's just such a team effort trying to get these games out the door. Um, COVID just obviously put a, could put a kibosh on that. I mean, at this point, I, I get why we have release dates, but at the same time, as a company, wouldn't it just be better just to warn your investors and say, look, with COVID, we are not sure when this is coming out. We have a goal. This is our window. This is when we like to do it. But just instead of shooting yourself in the foot with a release date that is most likely going to get pushed back, I just kind of wonder, you know, can we, will things look different with COVID? Is this going to be the new normal? You know, games have had an issue with releasing on time before the pandemic. And now with the pandemic, you know, I can't, can't it, I think it's just safe to just not have that expectation <laughs> on there. You know, let's just let the developers work as quickly as they can. And if they need more time, they need more time. It's fine. But, you know, this is just going to be how it is until, I don't know, maybe if we're lucky, summer? And even then, how many games will be pushed back that were originally planned for spring and leading into the summer of 2021 how many of those games are going to be pushed back because it's just it's so hard to work with in the gaming industry with covid and and i think i've said this before just like if not even on the podcast just in our conversation we've had of i'd rather no matter what the circumstances are going on i'd rather the developers take their time and give us a finished product I'd rather that happen than it come out and be like, why did I just spend 60 bucks on this with there's so many bugs? And yeah. and I get nothing is ever perfect, but if we take a little bit more time in TLC and not, you know, not trying to satisfy the man, yes. whether that's the investors or, you know, <sighs> yeah. the presence of the company is like, right, guys, the or the death threats, right? Like, give me finished product or, you know, maybe give me if you need to split it up and give me like, you know, part one and part two, like just give me something that'll make me satisfied as a gamer instead of hot garbage. Yes. I ain't got time for that. Right. Right. Developers. We love you. We're sorry that this is the pandemic and the world and the, just the new normal they have to live with. At least there's two, you know, three people in this room right now that say, just take as much time as you need. And, and, do the best that you can because you know again it's it in my stupid brain like you know especially in in technology like this where it's like oh can you just bring your work computers home and then it's you know you should be able to develop but you know again it's it's just hard it's hard on so many people including the gaming industry i just I think uh, you you all are doing great work, especially as we are consuming these games because we need some something to get our minds off of of just the life. devastation of, of this pandemic and life and and we appreciate all the entertainment that games provide. It's just it's just kind of one of those things that popped up as I watched the Nintendo Direct and PlayStation mm-hmm. State of Play and of like okay, there's some interesting titles there, but just doesn't have that, that impact, you know, that it has in the past. And I really just think COVID has, you know, we we can't have that expectation, you know. Right now. Yeah. Maybe, <laughs> I guess it'll be interesting this summer. You know, Jeff Keighley is going to be doing Summer Games Fest again. Uh, so I'm assuming we're going to have a, a more broadcasts. Um, there's a rumored Bethesda broadcast through xbox coming out i know right it's a rumor right now we'll see we'll see how it goes Um, rumors come true i know i know right um you know we'll see what the summer what the summer brings i i don't know we're hearing that things are gonna start being a little better in the summer but even then who knows like it's all speculation we gotta take it one day at a time um (laughs) (laughs) if if you if any of you listening to this have any feedback your thoughts on on how oh hang on <coughs> oh excuse me um rona rona um 
your thoughts on how COVID has affected gaming. Have you been frustrated? Have you been fine with it? Um, or maybe you have some insight about how the how the development has has really stalled on some games because of working from home and COVID and stuff. Uh, just visit our social media pages or leave us a voicemail on anchor.fm. Let us know. We'd love to include it in the next episode as we and we can answer any questions or anything like that that you guys might have. Um, to wrap things up, though, I wanted to leave the show and talk a little wrestling. You would. Well, look, you know, <laughs> life's been busy. We last year we we did an okay job of of having a recap for pay-per-views, right? Mm-hmm. And so just life has happened and we weren't able to really talk about Royal Rumble too much. Um, and then all of a sudden, boom, Elimination Chamber just popped up out of nowhere. I don't know. It was like an RKO. It just it just appeared out of nowhere. Out of nowhere! <laughs> it's the Viper! <laughs> the, the big wrestling news that I just, I wanted to bring up because I need John's opinion on this. <laughs> um, it is, it, we found out at Elimination Chamber that Edge who won the Royal Rumble somehow. Um, Because he's Edge. Okay, we'll talk about that here in a second. (laughs) He, he, he is, he basically made his decision known that he's going to take on Roman Reigns at WrestleMania for the Universal Championship. So, John, two questions for you, and then I'll give you my thoughts. Only two? Just two. Okay. Are you okay with Edge winning the Royal Rumble and are you, what do you think about his decision to go after our friend Roman Reigns? Okay, so to answer the first one. Yes. Yes, I'm okay with him winning because I feel like this is his, if I'm using this term right, his swan song. It was, It's like a redemption story. It's like, you know, he never technically lost the belt. He had to relinquish it because he was injured and... You know, it, I think oh. him winning the Royal Rumble, you know, because he did have that comeback, but then he got hurt again. So then he came back again to win the Royal Rumble, especially at his age. And he looks fantastic at his age. Like, he looked good. I hope I looked that jacked a little right, bit. Right, right. Wow. Good job, Edge. <laughs> uh, Beth Phoenix, you keep him in shape. <laughs> um, and to. <laughs> kind of <a> spicy. <laughs> Edge code after dark. <laughs> and the second question: Am I okay with them facing Roman? Yes. Yes, because I think it'll be. I don't think it'll be a squash match by any means. Because you're not going to put someone like Edge against Roman Reigns and have it be a squash match. Like it'll be a good competition. I just. I hope. Oh, and we've talked about this. I hope and pray that Roman doesn't use the guillotine. Because Edge's neck injury, I'm like, <sighs> if you're going to finish him, Superman punch, spear, whatever. But do not do the guillotine. And if, yeah. Because in my head, I thought maybe he was going to challenge Drew. But, you know, spoiler alert, Drew McIntyre lost the belt because Bobby Lashley <laughs> came out. And <laughs> I have thoughts ham. on that too. But we can, Okay, we can mention it. Yeah. It's a safe place. Oh, okay. But Bobby Lashley came out and interfered and put hands on Drew McIntyre, which I think maybe Drew needed some time off because he wasn't on Raw, and that was addressed by some other wrestlers. And The Miz finally cashed in, which finally somebody (laughs) cashed in the money in the bank because they didn't do anything with Otis. Don't worry. Like next month is money in the bank, right? Or something like that. Uh, (laughs) It's Fastlane. Oh, okay. Good. Good. Yeah. So kudos to that. And Miz being a champ. It's okay it's something for him to do like he hasn't had the belt in a long time yep and and he's a good heel he's a good heel he's a and he's got morrison heel. in his back now and he's got more story and it's giving more story for bobby lashley you know he lost the u.s belt and now he's being he wants his dues for being his so the miz one but back to roman and edge i feel like i hope this is how it plays out i hope that edge wins the title and you know has a celebration he goes out in the blaze of glory of having the belt and then maybe he loses it back to roman because roman being a heel champ has been great for wwe it has been this has been probably the best character arc for roman like i hate him like i love the character like i love roman the wrestler like he's one of my favorites but i hate him because of the bad guy and the thing he's done but i'm supposed to hate him because he's a heel so he's doing his job he's doing he's so good he's so good as a heel 
and you know with edge being a baby face which is kind of weird because normally edge was a heel um but that's my thoughts is this will be like his final ride because he can't keep doing this okay. like he's not going to be doing this for years and years i don't think he's going to be like and I, i'm gonna get in trouble for this for people oh. to hear this but oh, no he's not going to be like a goldberg who keeps coming back and coming back and coming oh back. yeah 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 like we've talked about this on another podcast of like goldberg came and just squashed the fiend and he squashed that Undertaker match, which was a botch. Yep. Um, I love Goldberg for what he did for the company, but I personally, I think he needs to stay retired or maybe be kind of behind the scenes and like mentor some of these guys. And I think maybe he will after that last match he had. Like he was like, okay, Drew, like you're showing your respect. Cause that was, that was a decent match between him and Drew McIntyre. Yep, it was. It wasn't like a squash match. It was actually, okay, they're going more than just like, I was afraid it was going to be, like, how Ultimate Warriors matches were. Like, it was, like, a five-minute match. Oh, yeah, yeah. Or five seconds. Right. Uh, but that's kind of my two cents on that. Okay. All right. See, I'm glad you went first because I I was kind of going in a different direction. I know. I, I didn't realize that he... I forgot that he had to relinquish the, the title when he got injured the first time. I forgot about that. Because here's just my... Just what I struggle with with WWE is that they hold on to these wrestlers for so long and the new guys get nothing. You know, we, we've seen countless stars come up from NXT and other, you know, other brands, other, other companies, and they just get nothing to do. Keith Lee, phenomenal wrestler. He's got nothing going on. Ricochet is doing nothing and he's phenomenal. And uh, uh, Asuka. Hey, AJ Styles is phenomenal. Well, he is a phenomenal one. But, like, but, you know, Asuka right now, like, what is going on with her? She has the belt and no one's, you know, they're not doing anything with her. Well, and they just called up Damon Priest. And yep. then they did the announcement that Rhea Ripley is making it to the main roster. And it's like, they did so much more in NXT. Like, you had all this great talent and they were all getting utilized. They had all these yeah. stories. And they go to the main roster and Vince just... Yeah. And we, and then, yeah, well, I think Rhea Ripley is going to be going against Asuka. That's my theory mm. but no but now damien priest is hanging out with bad bunny or whatever i had no idea who this guy he's, is he's a he's a he's a hip-hopper okay he's one of them rap dudes i don't really listen to <laughs> hip-hop nowadays i'm more of the old school classics oh gotcha gotcha um i i guess and again i love i love edge i do i think he's i love that he's back i just i would love for the Royal Rumble to have shown off, you know, some fresh blood. And, you know, Bianca Belair won for the women's division. Like, unbelievable. Amazing. She's oh, she's incredible. I was so... I was happy with either her winning or Rhea. Right. Like, those two being in the end. I was right. like, okay. And, okay. you know, again, new, like, new blood. You yes. know, let's get new storylines again. Let's get, you know, fresh wrestlers in there. Not, you know, and again, I love Edge. It's just, man, he's... I'm so worried he's gonna step in the ring wrong and he's gonna get injured again. You know, like I think we could have had him do some other storyline to go after a title instead of having him go against Roman. Like I just I I keep thinking someone else should have won the Royal Rumble and it would have been a little more believable of a story going against Roman than than Edge going against Roman. Mm. I mean, they're just gonna spear each other for about thirty minutes, which would be cool. It'd be a good match, eh. but. Anyway, so I, I just, that's my only, my only complaint is I, I love Edge. I think you're right, though. Having him win the title temporarily will be really cool. Then he can retire. Um, retire on his own terms. Yes, exactly. Exactly. I just, man, we have a problem of wrestlers not being used and it's really frustrating. And <laughs> We could talk about that for a whole episode. We could. All the wrestlers that we want to do well and. There's still even NXT stars right now that are, you know, like Adam Cole is still in th with NXT. Makes no sense. Um, what's his name? Caden Cross? No, Killian Cross? Caden Cross? Uh, Last name Cross. Yeah, anyway. I'm uh, feeling, I'm thinking Killer Cross, but that was his name and, and the other thing. Exactly. Exactly. He, he's another really good wrestler and oh, he's, he's, so in, good. he's in NXT. Like, what are you doing there? Um, because you know, they're getting utilized in NXT. They are. 
I feel I feel and NXT is is definitely more watchable than some of the other product. You know, Roman helped. <laughs> Believe it or not, Roman being coming a heel has made SmackDown one of those like, ooh, I gotta know what's going on. Like, yes. What happened? So WrestleMania comes up in April. So they have one more pay-per-view. They have mm-hmm. Fastlane in March. So they only have about five, six weeks maybe um, left to kind of set up this storyline of what are they gonna do with with Edge and and Roman and kind of the back and forth there. So We'll see how it goes. Um, I do think you're. I, I think you're right, and I was ready to just, you know, toss it out the window. But you know, he did have to relinquish his belt, so it kind of makes sense. Kind of one more, mm-hmm. another, you know, round of glory for Edge. Yeah. Well, John, it's late. It's time to go to bed. What's that? Oh, it's where you shut your eyes and go to sleep. Yeah, I don't do that. Oh, I know. Yeah. What time did you text me last night? That video. I think it was like 1 or 2 in the morning. One thirteen in the morning. <laughs> God. You saw it when you woke up, right? Maybe. Or I did. It? No, no, I did. Okay. I saw I saw the time and I'm like, what? Go to bed. Uh, <laughs> it, yeah. Anyway, some of us have to get our beauty rest um, before we go into work tomorrow. Yeah, some of us don't have to work tomorrow. So uh, Yeah, two of the three in this room don't have to work tomorrow. And I don't need beauty rest because I'm beautiful all day, every day. <laughs> you are. God. So, so purdy. Yeah. So purdy. Because black don't crack. <laughs> <laughs> and on that note, uh, <laughs> thank you so much for tuning in and listening. We really appreciate all your support. Any feedback on this episode or any questions that you have that you, or subjects that you want us to talk about next time, um, leave a comment on our social medias again at EnterCodePod on Facebook and Twitter at EnterCodePodcast on Instagram and Anchor.fm slash EnterCodePodcast. Um, I guess you can find a, a video of ours on our YouTube page and just leave a random comment there. Good. And Please we keep it kid friendly. We'll find it. Kids we'll find watch it. this stuff too. We do. Yes, we do. Um, we appreciate just all of you for listening, and we hope that we have. Entertained you, got you thinking about stuff. Are you not entertained? Are you not entertained? (laughs) (laughs) We haven't got there yet. Hope you all have a great rest of your week or whenever you listen to this, and we'll see you soon. Have a wonderful weekend. Yeah, and stay safe out there. Yes, please do. Wear a mask still. And play some games. Play some games. That's right. We'll see you all next time. Have a good one. Bye. Bye.